Ready to move the needle in the direction that counts? Yes. Developing the right blueprint in life and building a solid financial future can be very challenging. But here's a podcast that will help you make all the right moves and build equity you need to live the life that you deserve. Welcome to the Equity Movement Podcast. Welcome to the Equity Movement Podcast. This is Julius Cartwright, the founder of the Equity Movement, and we're on our business development topic here today. And we have Shaw Clark, Evolving Entrepreneurs, who's going to talk about his business and what he's been doing. And we welcome you to the episode six and uh, Evolving Entrepreneurs. So tell us about your business, who you are and where you're from. Hello, everyone. Um, Chris Shaw Clark here, representing SI Currency Marketing. SI stands for self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. Okay. I like yes. Uh, as you heard, self-inflicted, you know, when the company first started off, it was a lot of uh, hard work being done to get it off the ground. So self-inflicted was a, something when I think about putting something upon yourself. Um, currency, a lot of people hear currency and think money, but currency sometimes, most times go for your worth, you know, and your currency changes depending on where you at. Um, so that's where the company is coming from. Work hard, you know what I'm saying, know your worth and be worth, be worth being used and useful. So um, I'm glad to be here to talk about some things. So how did you come up with uh, self-inflicted? How did you come up with that name? Cause that's different. Yeah, uh, self-inflicted. You know, every time growing up, when I heard that, it was all about putting something upon yourself to an extreme measure. You know, okay. so that's why I use that. I was at that time in my life at 22. I was going hard for everything I wanted. You know, trying to get up on the ground, trying to meet meet all requirements, finish up school. You know, what I'm saying everything I was going hard for. Okay. So, so self-inflicted, so you... putting everything upon yourself and putting success upon yourself. That's kind of where it came from. Okay. So where'd you go to school, and how old are you now? Uh, I'm 26. Um, I'm Jamaican. So I wasn't born in this country. I was born in Jamaica. I moved here at the age of five in 97. Grew up in the Cleveland Heights area. Moved to Shaker uh, High School. First year of college went to Toledo. Went through through, a high school, you know what I'm saying? I'm from Jamaica. My parents didn't know much about the school system, but I learned it. Went through it. Took myself to college to Toledo after that. First, uh, first, first year. After the first year, I came back home and figured out Tri C, and I didn't know how beneficial Tri C would be. So I went to Tri C. Shout out to Tri C. I'm alumni, and um, I got my associates with marketing them. At that time, about 20, I was at 23 when I graduated from Tri C. The company started going off. I didn't get a chance to go back and finish to get my bachelor's, but I do plan doing that. I do plan on doing that very soon. So you know, got to keep your education going. Okay. So, so tell us a little bit about your company and, and, and um, what kind of services you provide for your clients and walk us All through right. your processes. Okay. Um, well, some information on that will be the company started in 2015. Um, marketing is what I went into, of course, I graduated in marketing. So I figured I wanted to work for everybody and be able to find everybody, their target audience and get them clients to their business or to buy and purchase their products. Or, they, of course, some clients don't even go for the profit. They go for just the recognition and branding of it and, and, and the looks it gives. So I wanted to do all that. 
Um, found out in Cleveland that many people that I wanted to work for was not really up to par yet. So I figured I'll put the game and I'll hire these individuals for my events that I started doing. Um, but my main thing with my company was branding, getting a logo that everybody could recognize and be familiar with. So I came up with a logo and I started doing these events because people my age at, the age, at that time, 22, 23, people my age wanted to go out and kick it and have a good time in a safe, secure environment. So I did these events. I started off doing mixers, expecting 20, 30 people, but that didn't happen. 50 people showed up, 60 people showed up, which was like, okay, I took a hint of it. We did wow. another one. Go ahead, my guy. Go ahead. No, I said, wow, that's 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 good, mm-hmm. good turnout. So I did another one and expected probably about 50 people this time and 100 people. I look outside, there's a line down there just coming out to network and mingle. And while I'm getting to meet some of the people who are coming out, they're kind of letting me know, like, there's not many people that's doing events of polished caliber in the city. And I took note of that. And um, while these events are going on, I'm also meeting individuals, you know, networking and meeting people and saying, oh, you do this, you do that. So I'm like, okay, maybe the event side would be something to really focus on because people are coming out and paying attention to it. And I did pictures for these events. And while I do my pictures, I put my logo on it. Once again, I said branding is important. So I put my logo on these pictures so people post the pictures on social media or share them. My logo is there. They might not pay much attention to it, though. But at the end of the day, they recognize that they've seen it. After a couple of times, they will pay attention to it. That was an idea I had, too. But um, back to the marketing and branding side of it, I started doing these events, and I started putting some creativity into it, and I put my culture into it. I'm Jamaican, so I started doing these Jamaican events. As time goes on and me going to different venues, the crowd built. But certain things that I focus on when just not doing these events, but locking in these clients to a higher level by doing these email runs, such as uh, to get these pictures, you have to put your email in. When I get that email, I'm going to add it to my e-blast. While my e-blast, it shows you what I got coming up. That helps me with marketing and furthering the business even more and making more of a close relationship with my clients. Um, back to Brandon again. I did these pictures, which was cool. I started doing these recap videos of these events, and that helped me bring a lot of attention to the pages of social media and people talking. Um, I went old school and went and did the physical hand flyers. That helped me out a lot because um, a lot of people wasn't doing that, but putting that physical copy in their hand. Some people remember, put it in their purse with the females there or put it down somewhere in their car. They'll see it and then remind them. So I took that aspect of it too. And of course the logo is on everything. So that's the branding part of it. But um Well let me let as- me speak to the 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 old school way. Uh I, I'm kinda old school myself and I, mm-hmm. I like the uh, I like the old way of getting the literature. The, the the thing about the emails and the texts and all of that stuff, a lot of times that gets buried when you're marketing an event and so if I get something today that's gonna happen two months out, I may not remember it unless it's fresh and in front of me. Uh-huh. And when you get the you know the hard copy of a postcard or a flyer, it always helps you reminisce, and you can keep that in front of you at your office, at your home, at your job, at department, wherever. Hang it on the mirror, put it in the car, and you yep. kind of keep up with it, so it stays in front of you. So I am um, a, a big proponent of print uh, in in terms of marketing. So I still think that's a, still a very effective way, especially when you start talking about events, because it seems like uh-huh. there's so many events going on all the time it's kind of hard to keep up with that is definitely true and i agree with you man um promotion needs to come back to the old ways because the old ways was most effective um that that, that, that physical copy that, that hand that, that hand image you can't you can't go against it it's uh, better than social media it's better than relying on the internet it's right there in front of you you know so i definitely believe in that but um Back to the uh, marketing, what I was uh, also leading towards, uh, once I started doing these events, of course, I was talking in mixers and 
black professionals and, you know, people that could come out and not just be partying, but coming out and networking and meeting some people and, you know, connecting the dots. I'll start doing live music as one of my events that I became creative with. Uh, when I say live music, I like rapping, but more of a band, three-piece, four-piece band and singers and poets. And if it was a, like a rap segment, it would be a conscious rap, something with a message. So when I started doing that, my my demographic of who I'm bringing out opened up. And I mean, older individuals who actually have a say in the city who can make some stuff move. So as that starts happening, I start, um, of course, networking with them, bringing them to my other events. I don't know what I got going on. I'll start getting clients for the marketing side of it, the marketing company. A lot of people kind of forget about the fact that when we do marketing as a whole, they might see the events that's going to come to every event because it's so cool and different and polished. But the marketing side of it, I'm locking a lot of clients that I'm working with that come into my events that need that need help, that need a uh, startup plan, that need consulting. So, you know, it's all hand in hand, but a lot of people do pay a lot of attention to the focus of the events. But I do too because, you know, it's very successful and it brings in a lot of profit for the company. And it also brings in a lot of new ways and revenues and people to work with. So, you know, hand in hand, just putting the pieces together. Um, I'm in Cleveland, you know, so Cleveland is a market that's not big like everybody else. So you got to do a lot. Or as some of us young people say, you got to do it the most, you know. So that's what it's all about for real. So now let me ask you this question. Uh, what's been your biggest hurdles and what have been some of the successes that you've had in your business since you started? Okay. As far as biggest hurdles, um, I would have to say um, starting off finding venues. And letting people believe in you, they can bring people out. That's going to be safe, polished into their place of business, you know. That was a big hurdle. And, of course, certain places that was not of my color, you know, that have great spaces. Sometimes booking those venues was a struggle until, you know, I made a name for myself. But that was a hurdle I had to go over to. Um, another hurdle was um, at one time I felt like the crowd was stuck at, like, between the age of 21 to about 30, 35. I wanted that older crowd to come out because them individual prestige – so the lot of music opened that up and my R&B night opened that lane up I had, um, you know, bring some people out. I felt like that helped me out a lot, bringing out, bringing out older individuals. When people see that, they kind of don't label you as just this, you know. Um, success, uh, my most successful events, I have to say, was the dance hall. I started off on covering tree at the Grog Shop, working with Kathy, the owner of the Grog Shop in Cleveland Heights. Um, that, that event was was, was, was an eye-opener for the city that is more out there, you know? Uh, bringing the Caribbean culture out here, a whole new scene and clashing. There's some little bit of people from out of town that know about the dance hall with the local people who's curious about it. It was just an amazing turnout, and it comes out. They come down in hundreds hundreds every time, you know, twice a month they're coming out. So that's a great success for um, Adult Skate. I did Adult Skate event. I call it Adult Skate 216 after hours. We do it at Playmores over there at Mixed Playmore. That's a real big one because the city of Cleveland, I didn't know personally that their skating roots in Cleveland were so deep. So that event got a lot of attention. They got the New Channel 5, Cleveland Scene Magazine article, New Channel 5 did a video interview to make a segment. That was a big success for me. Um, so where can uh, they where can they locate that at? Because we have listeners all um, over the United States. And well, if you just type it in, self-inflicted currency on Google, okay. a lot of stuff will pop up. If you're looking for a specific event, self-inflicted currency, skate night, dance hall, um, Plush is an R&B night. Just type it in, it'll pop up. Uh, I know uh, we uh, paid all attention to the Google searches and the search engines. We try as much. We're not as big as the other event planners around the world, but we're on our way. So, you know, we try to definitely focus on making sure we show up in the search engine. So if you type our name in self-inflicted currency, everything's spelled correctly, we will pop up. Um, you get a closer look. We have a lot of visuals, you know, 
12 to 11 events per month. So you'd be able to contact us too. You know, our websites are there. Self-inflicted currency, just type it in and we'll be definitely right there. And um, I do got a question for you though, uh, Mr. Cartwright, I do got a question. Sure. Uh, skating, is the skating was pretty big back in your time when you were in Cleveland? Oh yeah, absolutely. Skating was big. Uh, I wasn't much of a skater. I kind of hung out at the uh, at the skating rink uh, chasing girls back then was the thing for a lot of the teenagers back then. But skating was big. Uh, USA Skating Rink, we went to, uh, it was one at Golden Gate Palace uh, for our listeners. Uh, one was out in Wycliffe, and other, which I think rec- up until recently shut down, but it was one out at, at Golden Gate. And we okay. used to hang out there. So skating has really been big, and I'm glad to hear that it's coming back, uh, and it's still, and and maybe it, maybe it never left, but uh, that people are still tuning into that because I think that's a good way of uh, good entertainment, good networking, and and to have a lot of fun, especially for your age group, and that that we don't ever grow past passing that down that lineage of uh, of enjoying and networking. So. Yeah, that's what we did back in the days. Uh, good question. Good question. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad to hear that. A lot of uh, people, a little bit older than me, says the same thing too. You know, and I'm glad. I'm glad doing this event has been great for the city of Cleveland as far as bringing people out and having good old fun. You know, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad. Uh, glad Kaden is back. Um, so, what else questions do you have for me, sir? Uh, how many people work with you? Do you have a team, or you work with yourself, or who else is uh, helping you orchestrate and pull all this together? Because it seems like quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, all creativity comes from me. Um, I'm, I work with my new business development, Kim Todd. Um, Keep it moving, entertainment. Uh, I work okay. with her. She's a great person in the city. Um, she's she's great. She's um, been in the game way longer than me. Um, she's been out of this, out of the city and has success out of the city as well with helping building and starting up companies and getting them to the right positions in front of the right people. Um, she's been in the game way longer, so her contact list goes down the line. She does a lot. Glenville, she does a lot with the African. There's a lot in the community of Cleveland, so that's great to have her on board. She's my newest member, and that was uh, of August of last year, so almost a one-year thing. I got Matt Dennis. He works for Radio 1 right now. He's marketing for Radio 1, but he started working with me before that job came around. Um, He's he works for me, but mostly you have to say with me because he, he's bringing a lot of ideas and he's doing his thing with his movement and the Kendrick Club movement. Um, then I got uh, Dominic Murray, uh, finances. He's on point. Collector, make sure we on down. You know, make sure you gotta have a finance up to date. Um, that's my team right there. We work with a lot of people outside of the city, but it's mostly contract in and and you know for every event or for every place that we do it. It's mostly in and out. You know, but those are the three main individuals that work with the company. And of course, me, I do a lot as far as um, just make sure everything keeps running smoothly, man. Keep Keeping the dates booked, keeping the people out, keeping the marketing going. Um, and that's the team right there. Uh, I think for the future, moving on, we're going to be good because uh, Kim Todd, just people she knows, man. You know, it's just a lot of, it's, it's what you know, but who you know sometimes. And in city, who you know means a lot. So that's been working out for us. Oh yeah, I actually know Kim Todd. Uh, she's uh, she's a great individual and uh, very very sharp, and uh, that's a good person to have on your team. Uh, so, where do you see yourself going with this business in the next two to five years? And is this something you do full time, or you do it on the side among other uh, things? Full time. I took leap. I took my leap of faith. Uh, it was in two thousand and fifteen. Fifteen? No, sixteen. 
took my leap of faith, quit the job, and took it head on. I seen, I seen, I seen the potential in it. Uh, so, for the past uh, three years, I've been um, doing it full on. Uh, the goal for it, I just want SI Currency. It's, it's a, it's a business company, man. Everybody needs marketing. Period. Everybody needs marketing. Whatever you're selling, you need it. Whether it be a one dollar item or a million dollar item, it has to be. It has to get out to the people. So I know I can put my hand in everything. I've always been a renaissance type of individual when it comes to the mindset. So I know the company can do the same. Uh, Cleveland is a small market, close knit. A lot of people try to label Cleveland as a crab in a barrel type city. I'm pretty sure you could probably heard that too. You know what I'm saying? From an older standpoint and from my younger age, I still hear it and I still see it today. But the company has been putting a little bit of love where the hate is. It's been filling those patches. So if I continue going and being consistent and persistent, I think I'd be great. But um, as far as... What I want, I want the mom and pop shops in Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland is a lot of mom and pop shops. When I say that, I mean a lot of uh, older individuals have these companies that don't know how to work social media. Today's, today's market is social media, a lot of people know. So I want to be able to uh, lock in with a lot of them and create my clientele, get my clientele up um, and help and get some of those companies up. That's a big thing for me. I'm working on that day by day, you know, week by week. I'm working on that. Um, another thing, too, the events of Cleveland. I'm trying to take over the event social scene. I want to make it just a little bit more polished. Cleveland could be known for certain things. I want to polish it up a little bit and give people a reason to want to come out and make it fun and make it related and make everything fun. That's the word I could use right now. Fun, you know? Okay. So, okay. Well, that's, well, that's, that's good. I mean, we, you know, we've been interviewing different, uh, evolving entrepreneurs. If you've been following our series, we've covered people from retail to uh, food products. And now we're covering a marketing company that promotes events and uh, make sure that you tune in and lock in to our July, August issue of the Equity Movement magazine. We're going to be featuring more evolving entrepreneurs, particularly these young entrepreneurs that have that have stepped out here on faith and belief and and, and really, truly believing in their their mission, their focus and their vision to step out and do something great. I mean, oftentimes we challenge the millennials we make negative comments what millennials are doing but these millennials and these evolving entrepreneurs I can assure you are really serious about their business and they're really serious about making different a difference in their industries in their fields and you really to be commended for what you're doing and and the fact that you do this full time and this is what you eat drink and sleep you know, a lot of people don't make that commitment and they don't step out on blind faith um, unless they've been backed or they have, you know, X amount of dollars supporting you. And being a transplant in this country, it is truly an honor and it's truly great that 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 you are stepping out to support it. So I would say keep up the good work and um, keep grinding and keep your head up and walk tall and continue to make things happen. Is there anything else you want to say before we close out this episode of Evolving Entrepreneurs? Yeah, uh, say a few things. Um, first of all, thank you to your son for connecting us. Um, this interview happened real fast, but I'm glad we made it happen. Um, to the viewers, uh, yes, I am Jamaican, so I talk fast. I know you might have to rewind a couple times, but yes. But um, long-winded, I don't want to be too long-winded, but you know, thank you for listening. Thanks for having us on here. Um, to everybody that's listening, you know, keep hustling, keep moving. Um, I found success and keep pushing forward. So consistency is great and persistency is better. So keep it going. Just keep going, fighting for your dreams. Um, the company is SI Currency, self-inflicted currency. Know your worth, know your value. Never forget that. Um, 
you know, it's all love. So that's all I got to say right now, man. Thanks for having me on the show. All right. Thank you. And I, I like I like that quote. You Could you say it one more time? The persistency and is it consistency and persistency? So, yeah, man. Cause, Consistency is great, and persistency is even better, you know, and that's a quote, a personal quote. I didn't hear that from anybody. I got that from myself, man. Everybody kept asking me what makes you so successful, and it took me a while to find that answer, but it's consistency, you know, and then keeping at it every day. When you, when I wake up, I'm at it, so persistency comes into play, you know, takes it to that next level. So uh, thank you once again for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right. I appreciate having you on and participating, and again, Make sure that you tune into our uh, podcast episodes. Feel free to download the other Evolving Entrepreneurs and also uh, log in and follow us on all the social media outlets, Equity Movement 247, and log into our website and download the magazine. And feel free to join the movement to be around and connect with these Evolving Entrepreneurs. We're going to be building out a program for them and to get a group of these evolving entrepreneurs together. And we have some additional plans. So stay tuned for that. So we can tie in millennials and centennials in this growing world of business development, which is one of the 12 pillars for the equity movement. Once again, I'm your founder, Julius Cartwright. And I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for our guests here today. Uh, Sean Shaw Clark, self-inflicted currency marketing. Thank you very much. We enjoyed you being here how can people reach you how can they find out more about you uh um, well social media instagram si currency s-i-c-u-r-r-e-n-c-y if you want to email me and contact me direct s-i-c-u-r-r-e-n-c-y 216 at gmail.com we now have a twitter account so twitter account is si currency 216 and uh facebook just type in self-inflicted currency and uh, you'll be able to contact us direct. Uh, we don't shy away. So please contact us. All right. Outstanding. Hey, we appreciate it and uh, keep up the good work. And um, thank our listeners for tuning in. And uh, make sure you follow us both. Have a blessed day. And uh, thank you once again. Thank you for tuning in to the Equity Movement Podcast, where we showcase and educate evolving entrepreneurs on financial wellness and so much more. For more information, visit us at www.equitymovement247.com and follow us on all the social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and our YouTube channel. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday, noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll see you next week.